June. Such a small name for such a person. I would love that line. I don't know why. <laughs> what was the line that Kirsten Dunn says about the hair? You're one beauty. You're one beauty. Yeah, that's <laughs> right from the book. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there's funny. a reason why I can only watch this movie like once every five years. Gives me such a headache. I watching it tonight. I think I saw part of it. I don't think I've ever seen tonight? the whole thing. <laughs> you I saw part of it tonight. I don't ever think I saw the whole thing. I saw enough of it tonight. Oh, okay. What movie are we talking about anyway? On this podcast that we call Why Do We Own This DVD? What are we talking about? Tiny girls? Giant men. <laughs> uh, we're talking about little women. Little Women. Uh, famous book. Famous movie adaptations. We're watching the fifth adaptation of this, if you think chronologically. This was the fifth one. There's been a lot of TV ones, right? Mm. Well, theatrically, there's been five. Yeah, maybe. I did watch a PBS adaptation last year with, uh, what's her face? Hawk. Maya Hawk as Joe. Oh, Robin from... Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. She played Joe. From Stranger Things. Which is weird. Um, but this one's the fifth. Uh, the first uh, The first one, there were silent versions in 1917, 1918. Boom, boom. A 1933 release uh, from George Kakur. I think that one, Catherine Hepburn played Joe. 1933. Uh, 1949, there was a... I don't know who played Joe, but I know that... Tootie from Meet Me in St. Louis was in the 1949 one. Oh, Margaret, whatever. O'Brien. O'Brien. I think she played Beth. <clears throat> and then ours, our, our 1994 version that we watched tonight. Um, and of course, the the adaptation that came out uh, Greta, last week. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig with uh, Shosha Ronan. <laughs> wow. Shosha Ronan <laughs> as Joe. Um, but this 1994 version holds a very tender spot in my heart. I didn't realize the book was that old. It's like 1868, 1860 something. I just... Yeah, I mean, it, the book was written soon after the events, I think. I mean, if the you can check the publication. I have it right there, right behind uh, Hermione on our shelf. Oh, yeah, it was in two volumes, 1868 and 69. Oh, two volumes. Big ass book? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 700 and... Yeah. 60 pages. It's right there. Right behind the money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big ass book. Yeah. So this one, it opened December 21st, 1994. I'm sure you did not see this in the theater because you... I most definitely did not, no. Yeah. You didn't see it with your parents? Nope. We didn't see this one. Uh, I definitely saw it in the theater with my friends. I definitely cried out loud. We wouldn't have gone to the theater that day because that's my brother's birthday. Ah. It was a Friday. 94. You were in college. I like how I know where you were more than you do, and I didn't even know you. It's just yeah, called my simple. brother, he would have been like 12, 13, 12. That's a little. Oh, well, what was I? I was 15. I was a sophomore in high school, saw it with my friends, um, cried audibly. I remember that so well. <laughs> I actually, it was like a loud sob. You don't, you don't cry loud. I, I didn't expect that to happen. I know it was not during 
what the part you would think it was when Joe turned down Lori and Lori cried and I audibly made a sob sound and I was so shocked that I made that noise. <laughs> I got I got choked up uh every five minutes like me. No. Um when they get the telegram that father's been injured. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause Susan Sarandon. She's you know she's she's so good in this movie. She's a she's a good actor. <laughs> she is so good in this movie. And I really haven't seen her in a whole lot. Now I think you know when I think about She's been in a ton of movies. I really have only seen her in a tiny, tiny handful. I'm trying to think of the movies I've seen her in. I Stepmom. Never saw it. Refuse. It's... Yeah, it sounds depressing. I'm never going to see it. It's okay. It's a little, uh, it's a little bit of a downer. Yeah. Um, shit. Uh, Last Man Standing. Is that what? Is that what that is? Sean uh, Penn is in jail or something. Is that what the movie's called? Is it? She I, writes letters to him in jail or something? She's I thought like she a, was like a lawyer. A nun? Oh, she's a nun. <laughs> I have no idea. Shit, I don't know. But yeah, the uh, Sean Penn one, yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show? I mean, I've, I've seen that. I've I not guess. seen that. So I don't consider it to be a Susan Sarandon movie. I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show from start to finish. I haven't either. I've seen it in sections on TV. Oh, um, Clue. Nope. She's not in Clue. <laughs> uh, Tim. Cutting that out. <laughs> What's this Rocky Horror Picture Guy um, is? No, because I was thinking of... Uh, um, Leslie Ann Warren? Yes. <laughs> just because I just saw her, a face flash <laughs> into my mind. Yeah, and you're like, hey, Susan Sarandon. Nope, oh, God. never mind. Yeah, but Susan Sarandon in this, uh, she plays Marmy. That lady can act. I don't oh, know if she, she's ever gone any acting. She's so good in this role. <laughs> and it, they're all good. Like, I, Let's talk about all these girls. Because you know the story. You know the story. The four sisters takes place over a course of like five years. Uh, spoiler alert, Beth dies. Um. So wait. Uh, is the book itself... You should read it. I dare you. Like That should be your 2020 Does resolution. it have that meta element that the movie does where they she writes the book called Little Women? Yeah. Okay. But it's not like... It's bi- not called Little Women though, is it? Oh yeah, when he when she gets the big long paper, when it yeah, he titles when it gets, it. when the he publisher, titles it. yeah, that's not super super true to fact. Like what happened with Louisa May Alcott? Well, I know it's not a biographical but, story, is it? I mean, well, the book. It's she had three sisters, but I mean, Little and, Women, the Louisa May Alcott book, is a novel. It's not a no, it's a novel okay. based on her life, loosely based on her life. Okay. Kind of like her. She uh, lived in Orchard House. Her, she had three sisters. Like it's not like Little House on the Prairie biographical. Even that's very fictional too. But okay, it's not like Bet- Betsy Tacy biographical. That's something. They're all about the same. They're loosely based on the I author's mean, you, life. You write what you know, and then she knows yeah. that. Okay. I mean, basically, yeah. Like me, saying the No. <laughs> like Sally Benson. Oh. <laughs> loosely based on her life. But it's it, a common theme. Yeah, you write what you know, but you make it a little bit more interesting, interesting than probably what happened. But, okay. yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> so we have our four sisters. Uh, Joe, Josephine March, played by Winona Ryder. Age-wise, is Meg the oldest? Yes. It's Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy. Hmm. There's that point? He's confused. No, there's the point where we get old Amy or older Amy, you know, mm-hmm. 
and I, I kept forgetting that she was younger than Beth because Claire Danes the same. <laughs> yeah. never ages. No. No, because Kirsten Dunst becomes Samantha Mathis and Claire Dace. Well, I mean, suddenly, stay, stay suddenly, everyone is the same age. Yeah, suddenly, Samantha Mathis is probably older than Winona Ryder. I don't know. <laughs> like, like they're all like, you know, two, three years apart, and then suddenly they're yeah. all they're all nineteen. Which is why, like the 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 PBS movie I watched last year, I thought Amy was too old. But they didn't have to change actresses to age her. Oh, you mean she was the same actor the whole time? Yeah. Oh, which okay. is weird for me because I'm so used to Amy being young, Ch- a like, child, fucking like 11 years old. If if even that, I yeah, mean, she's probably like 10 or 11. Yeah. In this movie, um, in the one I watched last year, which is the most fresh in my mind, which is why I'm comparing it. Uh, she she was a lot. She seemed a lot older. She seemed like she was 14, 15, mm. mm-hmm. and then. She aged. Then, then obviously didn't have to change the actress because I, f- I feel like that's what Beth's age yeah. was to start with, mm-hmm. like fourteen. Yeah, young, and I, young teen. And I feel like Joe is probably like sixteen, and I feel like two years between each of them in my head. I don't know their exact ages. I feel like Meg was, but closer to twenty. Already should have been married at like a spinster in the for the time. Yeah, she was probably pushing twenty. Like she was. An old single woman for her time. Yeah. But yeah, Winona Ryder. She was nominated for uh, a Oscar for this role. Oh, really? Um, I don't remember what, who won. 1994 was a weird year because that was the year of Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, and that whole sh- shit um, at the Oscars. And so Little Women kind of got... And Shawshank. And I can't think of any other women's roles. It was like the year of men roles that everyone talked about. So Susan, I honestly can't... Susan Sarandon looked really young in this movie. <laughs> She looked probably my age. She looked really good. <laughs> it's funny because none of the girls wear makeup. I mean, they're wearing movie, well, you know. They're but, natural makeup. I mean. But they're, you know, they're not wearing lipstick, eyeliner. You know, it's if anything, it's because they're in a movie and they have to make their faces show up. But they're all very plain mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, they're a modest family in the 1860s. They weren't you know, high society, which we learn when Meg goes to that weird party, that society party, and they... That weird, like, coming out. I mean... Yeah, and they put her in that fancy dress, and they put lipstick on her, and she's trying to wipe it off because she knows that's not her, and... I mean, it's almost like a almost like a debutante ball kind of it thing. It is. It was, like, it was Sally Mason's, or whatever her name was. Her coming her, out. Her coming out. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, oh... Such a weird... Meg, let's put... Let's dress you up and curl your hair and put paint on your face. <laughs> what are you looking at? Uh, 95 Oscars. Oh. See who won? God damn. The Oscars.org website is the dumbest fucking website. Um, go to Wikipedia. Been, I don't know. Put together by morons. Okay. Hey, Siri. What oh, Siri thing? Who won Best Actress Oscar in 1995? Jessica Lange won for Blue Sky. Yeah, I know. I got it. And does that movie exist anymore? No, because no one remembers it. <laughs> um, and Diane Weist won for Best Supporting. Okay. For Bullets Over Broadway? I don't know. That might have been too late. I feel like Bullets Over Broadway was like... Wiki only gives me the name okay. and the award. Okay. Um, but Winona Ryder oh, in this movie is... Yep, Bullets Over Broadway for Diane Weist. <sighs> 
what what do you what's your opinion on Winona Ryder in this movie? I love her. She's perfect. She, I don't know. God damn it. She I feel like she was meant to play this role. Has she ever shoplifted flubbed in real life? Like, you know, has she ever done like a has she ever Dana Plato'd or anything or Dana Plato? Like overdosed? Yeah. No, I mean has she ever done anything has she ever gotten into any kind of personal trouble? Besides shoplifting? Oh, she, that's right. Oh my God. That was her. And then she, like, took a 10-year hiatus. She had claimed that she was doing it for, like, a role. Yeah, that was 2001. Uh, that was, she did have a downfall. Yeah. And it fucked up her career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If it was a man, no. He'd be riding the world. But, don't get me started. No, yeah, 2001, oh, yeah, she was arrested for shoplifting. Right. She had a bit of a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, took a lot of time off. Did like Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds goes to. No, just Mr. Deeds with Adam Sandler. Mr. Deeds. And like you'd yeah. see her once every like two years pop up in a really small role. Like uh, she played Spock's mom in Star Trek. But that was like 2009. No, don't remember that at all. Um, But yeah, she disappeared. <clears throat> um, But in 1994. Oh, this is, I mean, still well before Girl Interrupted when she was nominated for mm-hmm. whatever. Well before Matt Damon. She started dating Matt Damon. This was just, you know, a couple years after, hmm, The Crucible, Edward Scissorhands. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Dracula, that was 92. Age of Innocence was 93. So she had started doing more of these period pieces after her weird Tim Burton movies. It's funny. Look what I, look what screenshot pulls up when I pull up. Laurie. Of course. Weird. Uh, yeah. Are you going to do research while we do this again? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but she's great in this. I, she's very good. She's so natural, and she fits the role, the part, the look so well that she should have won. She, she should have won the award. And this was when I was, I don't say I was anti-Winona, but I had a thing about Winona back in my day. You were threatened by her. Threatened. Oh, how dare this woman <clears throat> threaten me by being in a movie with Christian Bale. Um, it was one of those, it's like that Sandra Bullock thing. Like, I mm-hmm. hate her, but I want to be her best friend. And I can't stand that she narrates every movie she's in. Oh, she was in Celebrity? She was with Leonardo DiCaprio. I had that VHS. I never saw that either. I had that VHS. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, yeah. And then she had, she did that American Quilt movie. Yeah, a year later with like the cast of Little Women. Yeah. Claire Dane, Samantha Mathis, Susan Randon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everyone but Kirsten Dunst. I don't know. Um, who's our, um, Meg, so the oldest March sister, played by Trini Alvarado, which I don't know what else she's been in. Do you know? I didn't look. I, I only know her by name. Like, I don't know, like, I used to call her Trini Alvarini because I thought it was more fun to say. Um, her teeth looked gray. Oh, God, of course. In she, this movie? Sure. Is that her or is that... You? <laughs> is that you? Yeah. Meg is, um, who is Meg? She's proper and prim and she wants to do everything right she wants to marry for love and not money she'd rather marry a pauper than 
a guy who's she's big. very um she's very she's almost she's she's a turn of the century hippie i mean trini alvarito i mean meg yeah i mean she's very much you know I think she's old-fashioned old-fashioned is you marry for money because that's the only way you survive oh you're t- okay i think we're talking about the same thing but in different ways like she's very like i'm gonna she's very free-spirited she's not conformed to society no, not in that way. But she's very old-fashioned in the way that she, she has wants duties, to though. get married and have kids and just be like a that's simple... Her, her, simp- her, she's her job is to make the babies and the... And, but she wants a simple life. That's it. Simple life. No makeup, no dresses. So, yeah, we're kind of on the same thing, but... Coming yeah. at a different, from, from, from different a different angles. Angle, yeah. Whereas Joe is very free-spirited she's and very against the norm she'd rather be a boy she's very bohemian she wants to do boy things she was wishes she could fight in the war she go to college wants to go to college she is best friends with Lori, theater lawrence whatever his name is teddy what okay what's his name theodore lawrence so that's why they call him Lori. yeah okay and, and teddy, teddy i got but i mean yeah. right or am I thinking of Bill and Ted? Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> oh my God. What's his name now? Hey Siri. What is Lori's full name from Little Women? <laughs> that was so funny. She didn't give me a single fucking answer. Um, isn't it Theodore Lawrence? Mr. Lawrence? Because yeah, Mr. Lawrence is John Neville. So yeah. I guess it's right in front of me, too. Christian Bale as Theodore Laurie Lawrence. Is, it, right is Laurie in, like, quotes? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it, the Laurie does come from... It's not, when they were saying Laurie, I kept thinking they were saying, like, L-O-R-R... Oh, like a trolley? You know, or something, you know. Like, here comes the trolley, Laurie, truck. Like, how? yeah. I didn't know what the word was. So who's this Laurie guy, anyway? You know, you so, seem torn about Lori. No, was he like the new kid on the block when the movie opens? He just came back from boarding school. He's been away in boarding school. His grandfather or whatever, dad, I don't know who that is, has lived next door to the March family. Okay, so he's, he's they've known gone. him, but yeah, they've but, known him as a child. Yeah, probably, yeah. Like Meg and Joe would have known him as a little kid probably. Maybe. But he's been away, and he's back. Um, so he's new, but he's not unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's yeah. They okay. know the Lawrence family. They might not have ever known him. He f- might have been gone his whole life. Who knows? Because okay. at first it seemed like they were like, "Oh, who's that?" Or he lived because if it's if it's his grandfather, then they because um, his grandfather is from London, right? Or did his grandfather go back to London? He went back because his grandfather is the well manicured man. Right. Yes. Okay. Mr. Lawrence. Maybe he came to live with him. They maybe they've never met him. I have to read the book again because he's because next door is the tutor is Eric Stoltz. He lives with them. So he lives with the Lori. Yes. The Lawrences. Yep. John Brooke as his tutor. Yep. That's his only. Yep. Job. That's why he's there. Okay. Oh, because that's right. Because they're saying he doesn't have a house. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I'd rather marry a man for. Mm-hmm. Um, Lori is uh, played by Christian Bale, a favorite of mine as a youth. This was the he was twenty. 
Uh, this is only two years after Newsies, which is crazy to me. I, I always make fun of Christian Bale and his 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 mouth when he talks. I didn't notice it in this one because he has his normal teeth. Oh, is that what it is? Yes, he got him straightened for American Psycho, and he's never talked the same. No, but even in like Newsies, though, he has like a a thing. Oh, it's a great thing. Whatever. Yeah, I know, I know, but I. No, I notice how he talks now because his teeth are different. Oh. Because he had fucked, not, I would say fucked up teeth. He had British, British type teeth. <laughs> and I always thought they were very, very enduring. Because didn't he have kind of like fangs? Yeah, kind of like fangs. Yeah, his, that his wasn't perfect. canines it, were very prominent. They weren't, uh, it wasn't perfect. But then for American Psycho, he had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And he got his teeth completely straightened, like Tom Cruise did. Did he get him straight or did he just get him capped? Uh, he might have got him capped. Okay. Which would add bulk to your and now mouth. he just doesn't have that charm that he used to. But um, so this he was still fairly new when he did this mm-hmm. to a lot of people. He hadn't done anything big. I mean, if anyone knew him, a lot of people might have known him from as that little kid from Empire of the Sun. Was that movie popular? You know, it's, I feel like it was more popular than. I realize because it was Spielberg. I feel like it's like it's critically well received. I don't know I think, if it has like a high like. I well, I think a lot of people number. thought because it was Spielberg doing something completely different at the time. Like, what is he doing? This serious war movie and. Oh, give him a few years. He'll do. Yeah, another he'll, seri- do another. he'll do He'll do a few more. Couple, couple more serious war movies. He'll do a few more. Um, but then, you know, he, he did little movies that no one saw but me. Henry V, Treasure Island, Newsies, Swing Kids. Indiana Jones. I'm sorry? <laughs> what? Indiana Jones? <laughs> no. He was not in Indiana Jones. Oh, you're talking about Christian Bale. Yeah, who am I talking Oh, Spielberg. No, he, Spielberg did not do Henry V, the Treasure <laughs> no, Island, no, Newsies. <laughs> And then, um, so he was still fairly new, I think, to a lot of people, but charmed the pants of everyone, I think, like he's, he always does. He's a great lorry. He's the only lorry I know. <laughs> but the other, no, the other lorries I've seen pale, and I'm always going to compare them. And even in this new um, Greta Gerwig one, it's Timothy Charlemagne, whatever the hell his name is. Shamalah. Shamalah. Timothy Shamalah. What? The guy from The King. What word are you even saying? <laughs> Um, and he has that same hair that Christian Bale has in this movie. They're probably the same age. Actually, Timothy is probably older at this point. But anyway, um, Joe and Lori become like best, best buds. They're best friends. I mean, and we always have that sneaking suspicion that Lori likes her more than she does, more than she likes him. But that'll be more important later on. And then we have uh, Claire Danes as Beth March, the quiet, well, this describes her as shy, good, sweet, kindly, and loyal. And she is 14. They just, they do say she is 14. The character is 14? Yes. Okay. At the young age of 14, she contracts Scarlet Fever. Um, What's your opinion of Beth? She's a very controversial figure in the the in characters. In the world. The characters. Yes. Not Claire Dane. Because why? Uh, 
Is it because she's, she's the forgotten sister? Yeah, because she's like the. Um, it's interesting how again this this PBS one I watched last year, the way they portrayed Beth, um, really shook me to my core. Why? Because it made me realize, and this is probably what the book hinted at too, but it wasn't talked about, that she really didn't die from scarlet fever. She died from neglect. She died from depression. Because mm-hmm. she just gave up. Everyone was leaving. And they, they portray that so well and so on point in the 2018 one. I was watching him going, holy shit. She has, she's depressed. And she completely gives up. And she, that's how. Well, because they mention it in the in this movie. Very, very briefly. They, when she recovers from scarlet fever, it's like, but then a shadow had taken yes. hold. Her. And that's it. They do it way more oh, in the okay. 2018 one. And I was just like, holy shit, this is exactly what she died of. Oh, yeah, I picked up on the depression in this movie. I mean, well, I mean, you do a little bit. You know that she's never going to be the same. But in the PBS one, it it was way more intense and so much more heartbreaking because you're like, because, you know, everyone's like, oh, she dies, of scarlet, she dies of scarlet fever. That's kind of canon. Everyone's kind of like, oh, yeah, about mm-hmm. die, she gets sick. But it just if you do like a if you do a deep dive, which I did after I watched that one, I did a deep dive character study into Beth March on the internet, <laughs> and it's just really interesting. Like it's how, you know mental illness and all this stuff and things that weren't weren't talked about in the eighteen sixties and weren't well known and you know could have Beth survived had she gotten help, you know, and all this other interesting stuff you can think of i mean i don't know how she's portrayed in the books in the in this movie she it's like she contributes nothing and then she dies yeah and that's why a lot of people are like it's almost like it's almost like oh shit like we forgot about beth we've got to kill her then because lot, we a haven't lot given of people her don't like do. her and i feel like I mean, that breaks my heart because, I mean, Claire Danes does such a heartbreaking good job at portraying someone who is neglected, but not like, no one likes me. You know, she just kind of like takes it quietly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when she does have her death scene, you know, and she's like, I don't want to be left behind. Why does everyone have to leave home? I like it here. You know, and it's so sad because... But you know, Meg went and got married. Or was getting married. Is with John Brooke. Mm-hmm. Joe moved to New York. Amy's become a companion, and there's Beth with her cat and her piano. And one well, even she even talks about when she's like, "When I'm in heaven, I'll still be alone, or I'll still be missing home. I'll still be homesick for you." Yeah, is what she says. Yeah, it's so, it's so sad. And you're just, you know, if this was 2019, you know, would they said, you know, maybe Beth should go see a therapist and you know could she have been okay afterwards it's i don't know it's just sad beth just makes me so sad and i just this her her scene where she is her death scene i'm just call her death scene she makes me sad but winona Ryder makes me more sad because she's so fucking good because it looks like she's really witnessing someone dying well, and she's bawling her eyes out and she's saying no no and does beth God. die as winona's looking out the window that's kind of what the, you know, that wind kind of blows and she, like her spirit left. That's kind of the whole. Is that in the book too? 
I don't know. I don't remember. Because, you know, a big gust of wind comes in. Yeah. And Joe goes up and closes the door and looks out. You know, like, that was odd. And then she turns around and Beth is dead. Okay. So it's like her soul leaving her body and going out the window. You know. I didn't. You I didn't get there, but. Well, that's what it's. I feel like that's what it's supposed to be. Because she pauses and looks and she's like, that was weird. And then turns around and Beth is gone. Oh, she's not gone. She's there, but. Yeah. Her <laughs> Beth, as we know her, is no longer with us. The so the part where Beth is dead, and she, and then Winona's like cradling her. Mm-hmm. It's the eeriest scene because she looks like a dead body. Because she's very pale. She's, she's almost green. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's. It's off-putting. Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah, because leading up to this point, you know, her health takes a turn for the worst and, and Joe is summoned home. And I mean, she looks awful. I mean, they give her darkened eyes. And I can't handle Marmee in that scene where Joe comes home. And Marmee, I'm just like, I can't even talk about <laughs> it. You know, saying like the doctor, he can't do anything. and It's beyond anyone. It's beyond anyone. Yeah. And she's like, I think she was waiting for you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck, I hate this movie. I can't. I can't. But let's talk about someone more fun to talk about, and that's Amy March. No one likes Amy March. <laughs> um, she was always my least favorite because she's, wow. she's a bitch as a kid, and she's a snob as a grown up. She, you know, I don't know. That's how I felt as a fifteen-year-old. Um. She's very self-centered, only cares about what her nose looks like, cares about having lines at school. Don't ask. Um, She just, she thinks she's better than she is. She uses words that don't make sense because she thinks they're real words. I do like like that. that, That's a a persistent thing. Yeah. And everyone laughed. Every time she said they couldn't go, Amy. And no, no one really takes her seriously. Because she is so obnoxious with her, I'm going to marry for money and my mm-hmm. nose is going to be perfect. And, you know, she wants to be a painter, which, you know, that's whatever. That's fine. I mean, now, as I watch it, I don't hate her as much. I'm like, <laughs> no, she's actually kind of fun. I'm like, oh, also, she reminds me of my daughter. God. Oh, yeah. She is, she's a year older than Winona Ryder. Samantha Mathis is? Yeah. yeah, I figured. I knew she was a little bit older. That was, yeah, that is it was a an odd age jump for her. Mm. I, I think cause I, even I saw I'm like they went too old. No, I don't. I didn't. I never think about it. But I mean, it does give you at least that sense of passing time. Kirsten Kirsten Dunst couldn't still be Amy four years later. She couldn't be Amy older Amy now. She still looks too young. Yeah. I feel like Kristen Dunst, I mean, she's great in this movie. She's She did this. This movie came out a month after Interview with the Vampire came out, which was her fucking debut. What a what a debut, by the way. Um, I feel like she is the actor of our generation, if that makes sense. Mm. But I never appreciated her when we had her. We still have her, obviously. She's still around but i feel like she was lightning in a bottle 
in the mid to late 90s. If you look at like her filmography, she was so good. But I never appreciated her at that moment. I was just like, oh, another Kristen Dunst movie. But looking back at those movies and watching them she, and being a, the, roughly the same age as her. I'm a couple years older, I think. I think I'm like two years older than her. Yeah, she's like 37. Yeah. God, that's so weird. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, she was like the kind of maybe too young for you when I say voice of like my generation of like being a teenager in the 90s. Yeah, I always saw her as a... I don't know. I just... I always saw her as like a, like a like a, in like an in between generation between me and like the me people that followed me, you know, like yeah. I don't know. I just feel like she was so good at so much. She did so much, and then she was Spider Man, and nothing really was the same. Well, I mean, I mean, I love her in Spider Man. Bring it on's amazing. Yeah, it was before Spider Man. Yeah, I'm saying after Spider-Man, what can you, what did she do? She did the big blockbuster Hollywood movie and then goodbye. Yeah, she had a, she she definitely hit a, hit a dip. I mean. He's been doing research on his phone this whole time. I forgot she was in Drunk History as Agatha Christie. Kristen Dunst was? (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot about I that. do feel like I remember that. God damn it. That was, I do remember that one. That was good. Um, But yes, as Amy March, she is the only blonde, too, which is true to the book. Oh, really? Blonde hair, blue eyes. Everyone yeah. else had brown hair, brown eyes. Oh, where did that blonde hair go? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then um, older Amy is played by Samantha Mathis, who I could not stand as a 15 year old probably because she gets to kiss christian bale oh my God. i had a thing against anyone opposite christian bale i'm sorry she's fine i don't care she's, she's like vice president of like the, of sag or something now smith and Mathis. yeah i think um but she becomes aunt march's companion which was joe's job until joe decided she needed to do something more and that means like that she was like her caretaker kind of she read to her oh and that's what that's all you, if you watched the movie, you would have seen. Well, I know, but I mean, I didn't. But and that so never when, made sense. When I didn't Aunt know March, what the title was. What does that mean? It's a companion. Just someone just there and keep you company because okay. you're old and you live alone in a giant-ass house. That house was amazing. And, Plumfield, and yeah. Huge. Um, but because she was her companion, um, Aunt March takes her to Europe, which Joe had always counted on doing herself. So I always feel so bad. The whole mm-hmm. day is such a bad day for Joe. Because Laurie comes back from college as he's just graduated and he basically proposes to Joe. And she's like, no, you're my best friend, but I don't want to marry you. And this is when I audibly thought. Well, she's like, I don't want to marry anybody. She's like, I'm not going to get married. She's the, I'm not getting married. Yeah. I mean, you know, and he's like, I'll let you win every argument. And she's like, ah, fucking tempting. Um, But then she's like, no. And then he, I never see Christian Bale cry. I, don't, I think I've only seen him once. Does he actually cry though? Or? He fucking cries. I mean, it's not a tears. No, he I just know. he gets choked up, and he's like, "I'll be hanged if I sit, stand here and watch it I mean, happen." We assume he cries as he walks off. Yeah, it starts. Okay. So yeah, and right after that happens, Amy's like, 
oh, March is going to Europe. And Jill's like, oh, my God, yes, fine. I'm going to Europe. It's the perfect timing. And Amy's like, oh, she's taking me. Hmm. I mean, it's not Amy's fault, I know. She's one who's been Aunt March's companion. Joe's. Yeah. But. You know, hmm? When. Uh, where is Amy sitting after Beth dies and Lori comes up behind her? Where is she? Isn't she in Paris? She, London? Well, no, because, Paris? No, because Laurie had gotten a letter to come, please come back home. From Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So she takes off and we see. He takes Amy, because Amy wrote to them saying, I can't make it. I can't, it's the crew, the, I can't get on, I can't afford to ride the boat or whatever no, the hell. I know. And so Joe writes to Laurie because she knows that he's where Amy is and mm-hmm. Both of you come back. Where is Amy, though, is what I'm saying? Because she's all dressed in black like she's at a funeral. Well, she's in mourning. She knows that Beth died. There's like nurses or some shit. Yeah, she's at wherever she lives without March. Old people's home in fancy Europe. I never sat and thought about it. It's like, okay, so she's somewhere in Europe, which is where Lori is, too. Yeah, that because not March, because not March is there. That bit confused me. I didn't know where anybody was. I'm not gonna read the book. I dare you. I will pay you. No. Out of our joint savings. Yeah, I know. No. Account <laughs> to read this book. No. Um, Eric Stoltz is in this movie. Who looks like Eric Stoltz from like two days ago? Yeah, he, I mean, I told John we were watching this because the first time we see, he plays John Brooke, who is Laurie's tutor. The first time we see him, he's got the goatee and little spectacles. I'm like, dude, he looks like he just walked out of 1994 because that's what people were, were jamming on. Um, he's very uppity and uptight, and but he's a good man and Meg likes him because she knows that he will treat her well. And yeah. She, I mean, he, he's a very kind of proper by the book yeah kind of which guy. is exactly what meg is comfortable with you know joe thinks he's such a bore she's like he's so boring Ugh. Yeah. joe can't stand him and she's always making comments about ah! like he won't ever Ugh. get into like shenanigans with the kids but he tolerates them having their little shenanigans yeah like the snowball fights and shit he won't ever participate but he the, won't, the, you know, the kids, but I mean, might he won't like, loosen them up a bit. But he's not going to be all disciplinarian either. So he'll have a firm hand, but not like in a scary way. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he's he's kind of a know your limits kind of person. Just, yeah, you know, here's the line: don't cross it. That's all. Yeah. You know who I love in this movie? On March, <laughs> played by Mary Wicks. Who I don't know if you know who Mary Wicks is. She's very. Did nope. a lot of movies in the 50s and 60s. Always played a nun. She she, she looks like she would have been a nun a in nun. Sound of Music. She was in Trouble with Angels. I don't know what that is. I Haley, mean, I know what that is, but I mean. Haley Mills movie. She played a nun. Um, She actually died in 1995. She died a year later. Okay. But I think she's fucking hilarious in this movie. She's very funny. She I Because she's so crotchety and grumpy. I mean, she's the one I laughed at the most. She, I, You know. 
like when she sees Lori in Europe, he's like <laughs> looking well, and she's like, I can't say the same for you. <laughs> he's got his, his weird Count of Monte Cristo yeah, goatee and soul patch, and his hair's long. And uh, Lori is after. It's after Beth dies, right? Oh. I don't know. But when he spent his time in Europe, he becomes kind of a playboy. Mm-hmm. Grows like the goatee and the mustache, smokes, has a flask. And Amy's like, I don't like you. You despise me. You've changed. And she's very like, and he kind of realizes. And you know, she makes that comment. Or he makes that comment because she's like, I've never, I always said I'm never going to marry a pauper. And he's like, like you say, you're never going to marry Popper. I always said I'm going to marry a March sister, which always creeped me out. But that's, I mean, that, you know. Hmm. I I like the exchange where she's talking about, I don't want to marry somebody who wants to marry me for my family. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, like you're marrying, what's his name for his? Freddie Vaughn. 40000 a year. Yeah. And then she's like talking about his, his music. And he compares it to her paintings yes. where it's. It's a cheap copy of someone else's a master's, master's work. Yeah, that line is so cutting. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's good. But it's so right. Yeah. I mean, he's calling her out too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're good for each other. I saw a tweet a couple years ago, and it made me laugh out loud. Yeah. It was just someone tweeting, "Amy and Lori are a trash couple. Don't at me." <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, a small percentage of people are gonna totally get that that fucking tweet. Yeah. That what that that is good. Yeah, I do. I did enjoy that. That's good. But yeah, so Amy and and Lori uh, hook up, and meanwhile, Joe, you know, she moves to. She moves just a an opportunity to move to New York and live in a boarding house with a bunch of guys. It, I mean, who? Okay, I think um, who's a woman that? It's she, someone that Marmy knows. Yeah, who runs a boarding house. And so and, her mom basically set her up with yeah. a, a contact in New York yeah. yeah, because she can see how miserable her daughter is. Well, yeah, because there's that scene where Joe's like, I love home, but I can't stand to be here. Mm-hmm. And But you, understand, you, know, you totally get it. You yeah. know, you're that age. You're, you're in your late teens and you know she's not in school anymore. She's not a companion anymore. She turned down Lori. What what else is she going to do? I I was surprised how seemingly respectful everyone in that boarding house was to Joe. Yeah, I mean, it's filled is, with is a bunch that, of college-age guys who are talking book talk. Is that the way smart. it is in the book, though? I don't remember. It almost felt like it was like... I don't think there's anything scandalous in the book. No, 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 I know. But I I was expecting them to be more rude and condescending. I don't know. But like, but they invite her in on their conversations yeah, about they politics. Have, they have a regular and, discourse with this you know, girl, essentially. I yeah, mean, you know, talking about voting and how women should get the right to vote. Not yeah. because... They're angels, mm-hmm. but because they're human beings, you know, and she's like, a man can vote, not because he's smart, because, but because he's a man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And they totally take her. They're not like, oh, you're dumb. They're like, don't, don't a log is like, you should have been a lawyer. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, or, but, or you would make a very good lawyer. Yeah. She's like, I could have been a great many things or whatever. Yeah. But New York, New York is where she meets Friedrich Bear. Mr. Bear, a German professor. Just is this Bear you. like B A Y E R? Like the... no, I think it's B A E R. Oh really? Oh B H A E R. Oh okay. Oh weird. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, played by Gabriel Byrne, an Irishman, not the Irishman. 
<laughs> Topical. Um, he's older, much older man. Um, but Joe feels a connection with him. Because right he's, he's, he's a book guy. He's a book guy. And when they go see that opera, he, he's translating to, to her mm-hmm. what they're saying. And he the repeating line is, your heart connected with mine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Your heart understood mine or something. Basically, you complete me. <laughs> you complete me, but in opera form and translating form. Um, I like I like Friedrich Bear. When I was younger, I wasn't a huge fan. So I was like, you gave up Laurie for this old man. But now that I'm older, I'm like, you know what? This is who she felt the connection with. It was a different connection than what she felt with Teddy. I mean, because he, stimula- he stimulates her academically. Whereas Laurie was just a fun pal to have around. Was a buddy. Was like a brother to her. Yeah. Really. I mean, they have a connection that can never be broken. They'll always have that bond. But it's, I mean, it's definitely more of a brotherly sisterly bond that they have. And, um, But she feels a different connection with Friedrich. And, you know, he kind of, he doesn't mansplain how she should be writing because she's showing him her writings. Mm-hmm. And it's, she loves, you know, she writes about the macabre and, you know, vampires and murder and blood and he's like do you like writing this she's like well this is what the magazines want this is what people like to read mm-hmm. yeah, and he's like okay okay well, I know and he and he isn't you know like you shouldn't be doing this you should be writing this you know, he isn't completely well, saying that but he does tell he does her, that when he she gives him his, her novel he's like you need to you should be writing from your heart yeah you right know. I mean it's that you know write what you know Basically, because like basically, what she's doing is she's writing for money. Yeah, which a lot of people do. I mean, I mean, but there's and she, and she's a competent writer, apparently. Yeah, but she's he's saying that she you can be so much better. You yeah. know, just open. Which up. is a hard thing to say to someone without offending them, because you're not saying they're bad, but um. Yeah, but she and it doesn't really hit her until after Beth dies and and she's going through Beth's, you know, trunk and sees all the stuff that Beth saved from all of their little acting play all the little plays, you know, and, stuff, and yeah. um, she suddenly realizes this is my life. This is what I know. You know when she's leafing through those Pickwick papers, mm-hmm. the Pickwick Society. Pickwick oh, Papers oh yeah. was Charles was Dickens. Dickens. <laughs> the Pickwick Society is, is that was it looked like a newspaper that they altered. That, yeah. But I mean, yeah. What I don't know what that was. I don't, it's just I mean, stuff I, that they. they it was just, like scrapbooking, you know. Well, Beth, I mean, it's like they that was like their props, and they just you know. Yeah. But I, was, I didn't know what the Pickwick Society. That was their little the actual acting, thing was. It was their acting club. And that was their newsletter that I don't know. But the so I can't the, answer your questions. The you know because there's the the original Pickwick Society page that she was holding huh? with stuff on it. But uh-huh. what's the original? I don't know. Again, I can't answer your question. I don't know. It's again not something I'm thinking about. All I'm thinking about during that scene is. All this stuff meant so much to Beth. This was her world. Yeah. And that's all that matters in that. It's not like... <laughs> I don't know what I said, Stroke. <laughs> no, I'm saying... What I'm saying is, mm. did they make that Pickwick Society page? Yes. 
because it looks incredibly typeset. Yes, it's very fancy. The letterhead is amazing. So I want to uh-huh. know if that's an actual newspaper that they used. I don't know. And then put their own little... Maybe. Because there's other pieces yeah. of paper on it. Yeah. Glued. Yeah. Or whatever. Pasted. But I mean... Yeah. I don't know. You ask Claire Danes when you meet her. Okay. But yeah, so Beth, I mean, Joe is like, I know what I'm going to write. And she writes the novel that will make her famous. Sends it off when come, she's at home at this point because she, she has to be at home. She has to stay here. She because, sends it off to Friedrich. Yep. Right. Okay. Just um, to get him to read it and do something see with it, what maybe. He, see what he thinks about it. Yeah, if you'll even read it. She has no idea because yeah. she's like, we didn't leave on good terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, after that, I mean, you know, she's leaving at home again, helping Meg with her twins. And she and John had twins, a boy and a girl, Daisy and Demi. Luke and Leia? Oh. Like Demi mm-hmm. more. Actually, the full name is Demi John. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Is that John Brooke's real name? <laughs> I have no idea where that name came from. Who? Well, John Brooke, the man she married, the baby's name is Demijohn. Demijohn. Well, it's half John. Weird. It's a half John. Yeah, and then half Meg. Daisy. <laughs> Demi Meg. Um, so, yeah, Joe's living at home. And then she finds out about Lori and Amy because they come home. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's weird as fuck, but congratulations. Please don't leave. I don't want to lose another sister. <laughs> Thanks for the invite we didn't get. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. You just got married and didn't tell anyone. Could have gotten married the same place Meg and John got married in the front yard. And then um, the final scene, Joe. She gets a package. Or there's a, the a, a, par- a parcel has been delivered. Yeah, Hannah, the maid, is like, oh, she's like, who dropped this off? She's like, oh, it's so scary. Some foreign guy. That was one of Amy's friends from Europe. Because Hannah, she always made comments about, ah, Germans. The Hummels. And Joe's like, oh, shit, I know who it was. And look, he left his umbrella on our front step. She runs out, and he's walking away. It's starting to rain. Friedrich! What are you confused about? Yeah, did he leave the umbrella on purpose, or did he just forget it? Let's say he left it on purpose. I don't have no idea. You know, no one can see me, but every time Sean asks me a question, I point to the book on the shelf. <sighs> It'd be interesting to see how close they are, huh? Anyway, he's like, well, yeah, I'm going out west because they need teachers. And she's like, well, Aunt March left me Plumfield because Aunt March died, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. She's a fucking old. And she left Joe Plumfield, which is a huge house that's completely empty. And Joe's like, I can't live here by myself. This is insane. And I love when Rami's like, this is the only thing good that this would have would be like if uh, we had a school here or whatever. And Did she leave the house to Joe because Amy's she's the only one left who doesn't have yeah. a husband and doesn't have. Yeah, because Amy's living with, What's obviously. His name? Lori, they're probably next door at Mr. Lawrence's house. He probably died too. I don't know. Oh, he's long dead. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, so Joe's the only one left. And so Mara's like, hmm, yeah, maybe I can see a school in here. So when she tells Friedrich, well, I have this big house that would only be good as a school, and we could use teachers who know how to teach. And 
Um, he's like, well, she's like, is there anything I can say to make you stay? Well, he's like, well, I was hoping there was an excuse for me to stay. Yeah. And he's but, like, but since you're getting married. Yeah, because Hannah, the maid, told him that Mrs. March and Mr. Lawrence were celebrating their, I don't know, something about marriage. And so he took it as, because he knows about Lori. He knows that mm-hmm. Joe and Lori, but he, in his mind, he's going, oh, shit, they got, they got married. He's thinking it's Joe. So he's like, congratulations on your wedding. She's like, oh, no, not me. That's Amy. Amy and Lori, my sister. I, and then she's like, I'm not married. <laughs> and she's, she does have kind of crazy eyes. She's got little crazy eyes. And he's like, uh, yeah. So. Oh, cool. Cool. But I can't give you anything. My hands are empty. <sighs> not empty now. I saw that last line coming a mile away. Like, oh, I love it. And they kiss in the movie ends. And it's so good. Gabriel Byrne. Mm, yeah. I I only knew him from, right, first, not only. Usual I suspect? first knew him from Usual Suspects. Of course. But he'd already been, I mean, he was already a, a known guy. I think mostly. I really hadn't seen him in anything I mean, in, in 94. He was, he was definitely more a, a UK guy. You know, okay, because he's Irish. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he is kind of a, a known amongst like pros. He was known, yeah, here. You know, but yeah, I didn't know him until Usual Suspects. And you just, you and now I see him fucking everywhere. Oh, but Usual Suspects, suspects was a year after this one, so he did this one first. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you hadn't seen this, so you. But and I'm sure a lot of people who they have different audiences. He has a light. I think he does have his Irish accent in Usual Suspects. Does he? Because in this one, obviously yeah. he and he has the, a, a German accent, and it's freaking great. It's really good. Yeah, because you would look and be like, "Oh, there's that German actor." Because you look at him, and he looks like he could be the Hessian from <laughs> from Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. He could be, you know, what's his face? Chris, Christopher Walken. Yeah. I was like, Christopher Walks. I was seeing Christopher Lambert. I'm like, oh, sound him Christopher either. Lambert. From Highlander? Yeah. Is it Lambert? Lambert. Oh, I don't know. Is it silent? From uh, um, Mortal Kombat? I don't know. Is that the one he was in? <laughs> one of those fucking video game movies. Um, Any standout scenes to you that you enjoyed? Um, I can tell you all the scenes I almost cried at. I don't need to. Or I actually got super emotional. There's three I can think of right now. Um, when Amy burns Joe's manuscript, mm-hmm. I get emotional. That because oh, Winona is so bad, and their fight is so good because mm-hmm. it's so real. And it looks like she's really trying to kill her. And <sighs> even the like the the sort of the at the the cool down. Where mm-hmm. everyone's in their respective corners and yeah, yeah, everyone's consoling each other. It's so good and it's treated well. Like it's Susan, very realistic. Susan Sarandon with Joe talking and, her and Beth, of course, because Beth and yeah. Joe are close, and Meg and Amy are close. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you have your your sides, your coach, <laughs> and you Army. have Susan Sarandon, you know, talking Ta- her down basically. Yeah, just and. 
she's not mad at either one of them. Yeah. She's like, I understand why you're upset. Yeah. Anyone would be. She's your sister. Don't let the sun sh- uh, go down on your anger or whatever mm-hmm. her line is. Yeah. You know, don't go to bed mad. Um, it's such a realistic fight between siblings. I think it's just so. And I do like when Kirsten Dunst pops in and is like, I'm sorry, sorry Joe. Joe. And just she does look truly sorry. Because Kirsten Dunst is an amazing actor. She's really fucking good. Yeah. yeah. And then after, you know, when, you know, all is forgiven and she's helping Joe rewrite it. She's like, oh, you forgot well, the part where. All's only forgiven after. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because she's still mad the next day. And then she and Lori. This is the other time I get emotional, too. Um, Joe and Lori go skating. And it's you can tell. I mean, they do a great job at making it look like it's. Spring is on its way. Mm-hmm. Things are melting. They do some establishment mm-hmm. shots to show you that there's some grass here. But even Joe makes a comment. I think this is the last ice we're getting of the season yeah. or something. And and then, you know, Amy arrives. She's like, hey, guys, wait up. And Joe's like, oh, God, ignore her. Hate her. And then. They go zipping the, off down the so, end of like, the pond. Yeah. And it it's so haunting how you hear. Amy, and then you hear silence. You hear a splash, and then it's silent. You hear like a snap, which is the, the we ice. find out the ice is ice cracked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you hear a scream, and then you hear silence because she fell right in the water, and it's so. And then you see her haunting. pop up a little bit, and you hear yeah. There is one. What nitpick? Yeah, I'm gonna pick some nits. I hate picking nits. <laughs> There's one shot where it looks like because she's bobbing up and down out uh-huh. of the water. Mm-hmm. It looked like Kirsten Dunst cracked a smile oh, maybe. for a bit, you know, when she's kind of almost half out. Mm. It looked like, because it, it, I, for her as an actor, that would be just the most ridiculous scene to be shooting. Well, plus. You're, Cause you're in the, in the water. Yeah. And you're in heavy. And you have to pretend dress. that you're. You have to pretend you're freezing cold. Yeah, you know, she wasn't. And you have to pretend you're drowning. So, I mean, I think for... How old was she at this time? 94. Mm, I don't know. She could have been... She's your age. 12. She, I thought she was... I'm not 37. Oh, wait. No, who's your age? Yeah. Claire Danes is my age. Oh, Claire Danes. Claire Danes is born like two weeks, a couple of... Ten days after you. This fucker would know. I, she was probably like 12 when she was like 81 okay. or something. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. She's still. She's, oh, and it's her. I mean, she's still a newbie. She's a pro actor, but she's still young and she's still a kid. And you got Christian Bale there. I would smile too if he was trying to save me. <laughs> well. <laughs> He's trying to pull her out. Um, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But it did look like she kind of broke a little bit. And I, I enjoyed it. I was like, ah, look at her. Now you know how I feel when I watch Drew Barrymore and Babes in Toyland. I feel like I need to do a babes toilet update at the end. Um, no. So that part made me emotional. And that's when, you know, Joe realizes, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I freaked out on you. Like, it's such a ridiculous thing to get mad about, really, in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme, like, she almost died. And, yeah. And I do like when they're rewriting. Yeah. Rewriting it. She's like, oh, you forgot this part when whatever, whatever, whatever. Because obviously, have uh, you know, they're, all their little, like, plays, are they based on... Stuff she's written, or is yeah. it just? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's all stuff that she wrote. So they're all familiar with her. They're they're probably and all familiar all... with her evolving novel that she'd been working. And they've on. performed it so many times yeah. that they know it by by heart at this point and whatever. 
Um, and then the other one that makes me really emotional is Christmas time when Beth gets her piano. And starts the ugly cry. And she ugly cries. And then father comes home. Oh, yeah. It's just a really good night for them. When Ulysses does Grant comes home. When, yeah, it looks like Grant. Um, I, I, they're happy tears, the the ones that yeah. I have at that. I, I remember crying hard in that scene in theater, too, when I just saw how happy Beth was when she got that. And I, I love when, because Lori brought home two friends from college and he introduces them to, to Beth. And she's so fucking awkward and shy. Oh, yeah. He's like, they won't bite. She's like, <laughs> will not make eye contact with them. You know? And she probably feels like shit because she's very weak. They have to help her down the stairs because she's, she's gotten over the scarlet fever round, you know, like the bad yeah. round. But she's, you know, we know that she's depressed. But she's truly, truly happy in this scene. She starts playing that piano from the Lawrences, the fancy piano. When it's, and it's sad too, or sad. It's emotional too because it's when he gives it to her, he tells her it was, it was his daughter's piano, and she left us too soon or whatever. She was very young when she yeah. died or whatever, and, and now it'll make music again. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, tears a flow. But I was that part was always emotional for me. Does she really play the piano? It looks like she was. Because there's a few... Yeah, she's not, they're not very hard songs. She can learn no, them. No, 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 I know. But I mean... Because that's an easy cheat, too, is to but you're, close up fingers. But then there's like a couple her and her wider fingers. shots where she's playing the piano. And yeah. I'm sure she was playing it. And it's it, easy she to looked, play. Dun, dun, she dun, looked, dun, 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 you know, I can learn competent. That a, I can learn that in a day. So... Yeah. So... I like those scenes. I, I love the, the party scene. The first party where... Um, Meg's... Joe and... Lori run into each other mm-hmm. and he's hiding out. He's hiding and she hides with them and then they her back her dress is all burned and so she Meg's like just face the wall the whole yeah. time so she's always dancing. Well, back wall. to the wall, not face the wall. Yeah, whatever. Um it's a fun scene with with Joe and Lori and they're getting to know each other and just and, being silly. I mean, and, Joe's trying to hook up Lori and Meg cuz when he offers to take her home and yeah. And, and she refuses at first. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then Meg, she's so proper. Oh, don't look at my ankle. Because oh, she sprains her ankle. I, that's right. Don't touch it. And she covers it with her skirt. Her, her bustle. Her yeah. whatever, whatever all that shit is underneath there. But yeah, it's, it's such a good movie. I mean, it's such a good story. I think that all adaptations are probably pretty decent. I don't think I've seen the 33 or 49 one. I don't know. I can't imagine Catherine Hepburn as Joe because to me she's a forty-year-old lady. <laughs> was she forty and thirty-three? I don't know. She could have been. She probably sounded like this. <laughs> oh, Amy. What year was that movie we saw her in? Forty. Oh, so this wow. So I think seven years younger than that. That's Joe. I don't know. Maybe. That's. I mean, she was. Yeah, I don't know. She's. And I. I mean, I'm looking forward never not to. Been old. I'm looking forward to the new one. I'm not going to see it in the theater. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing it streaming next That's year. Emma Watson and Saoirse Ronan and Florence Pugh. Is uh, you know Florence- Laura Dern? Yes, she plays um Marmy, and then Angela. Nope, Meryl Streep plays Aunt Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, are she you that like old now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lauren Dern. Is- Laura Dern is Marmy, I think. Um. And then that, you know, Timothy Chamboulet, whatever the fuck his name Timothy is. Timothy Chamboulet. He's sorry. Florence Pugh is in. Is he the one, Timothy, Black with like Widow. two E's with a little accent on the E? Yeah, yeah, I think so. 
Timothy. Florence Pugh is Black Widow. She plays her sister. In the trailer, remember we saw. Yes. Yep. Her sister. That's Amy. Oh, okay. She plays Amy. She has strong eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, good movie. Um, was like, it? I yeah, it is. No, it was ninety-two percent Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty I, good. I was surprised I enjoyed it as much as I did. I mean, I think it's a movie that anyone can enjoy. Like, it's not like because it still feels modern because they are very progressive in their mm-hmm. ideals that yeah. you can place this into. They've tried place it into two thousand nineteen. You can still do the same story. Um, I mean, I can see why Joey got so involved with it in Friends. <laughs> Beth died. Oh, okay, you gotta play that clip. Do you want to put it in the freezer? <laughs> you gotta play that clip. That's so good. Lori proposes to Joe, and she says no, even though she's still in love with him. And then he ends up marrying Amy. The boiler explodes and destroys the hotel and kills the dad. Uh, Beth dies. <laughs> <laughs> Beth dies? Is that true? If I keep reading this, Beth gonna die. It was nominated for three Academy Awards. Like I said, Beth, Best Actress for Winona. Um, best Costume Design for Colleen Atwood. There she is again. And then Best Original Score for Thomas Newman. Just my favorite Thomas Newman score of all. That Desplat does it for this new one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't quite listened to it yet, though. It hasn't come up in my shuffle random. Um... Thomas Newman that same year did, I don't know, did Shawshank. So in like the Dory movie, uh, Finding Nemo, mm-hmm. Dory, he, well, he did, did ba- uh, Skyfall and Spectre. Oh, that's right. yeah, 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 and yep. he, his newest one is uh, 1917. But I love this this score for, for this one. It's just, I don't know, it's so good. And I was so excited that he was nominated. But he didn't win because... 94, do you think, uh, what's his face one? Alan Silvestri for Forrest Gump. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> where, where were they getting their money from? Because I know they they obviously weren't rich. No. I know they they would sell money, I mean, sell Hair? stuff to the <laughs> rag and bone man, because that's where they would get their rag money from. Mm-hmm. That Maybe, do they get anything from the war? Like, does... Like like his, like his like stipend or whatever something maybe yeah I don't know yeah. points to book because I mean Winona gets twenty five bucks for her hair yeah so which in, is a when they when they find out that their father's been wounded and uh, Marmy has to go to Washington I think to um tend to him you know they it's expensive and mm-hmm. um Joe goes out and sells her hair, cuts her hair and sells it I think that she would she sent her Marmy sent her out to try to get a loan right. Something, yeah, or so we, or to ask because she's like, like we couldn't ask, we can't ask that much of whoever Aunt right? March. She's okay. like Aunt March gave you this much. She's like, no, I couldn't bear to ask her. And yeah. then she pulls her bonnet off. She like, I sold my hair. You're one beauty. <laughs> I sold my hair. Joe, <gasps> oh, how could you? You're one beauty. <laughs> and I love that. Later that night, um, Beth wakes up to Joe crying. Yeah. She's oh, like, yeah. are you scared about father? She's like. Are you crying? Hair. Are you crying because of father? <laughs> she, she's like my hair. And then she starts laughing because she realizes how ridiculous it yeah, is. Yeah, it's. 
you thinking about father? My hair. breaking the i mean you know everyone's worried about father so it's kind of like a a way yeah well i I do like when he finally comes home and he sees her with short hair maybe this will become fashion yeah because at the time in real life winona Ryder had a pixie cut so all that all that was wig or extensions i should say is that because of no that's just winona Ryder in 93 when was boys you know what winona Ryder did in 94 reality bites oh okay Ah, I knew she did something. And obviously she had really short hair in Reality Bites. So. Good movie. Oh, it's so fucking... I can't wait till we get to it. You know that in our first episode, I said something about how I didn't own Reality Bites? I don't remember. I don't... I We do. We own it. It's yeah, not I, because I just bought it. I've owned I it for I a fucking ever. Oh, okay. I thought I didn't own... I oh. thought I didn't own it. I don't I remember that. Um, Christina Ricci, Natalie Portman, and Thora Birch... All auditioned for Amy March. I don't know how old they would have been. So probably like ninety three. These auditions are going on. So they would have, they auditioned for young Amy, for yeah, Kristen yeah, Dunst. Yeah, Amy. obviously, yeah, young Amy. I mean, they're all around the same age. Early eight. Bo- Thora Birch is the forehead one, right? She's got the yeah. Forehead. She's American Beauty. Yeah. I feel like she's, she's got the forehead. Like she's she, got a five head. I feel like she would have been younger than Kristen Dunst. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really looking. This is weird. Um, Alicia Silverstone auditioned for Beth March. She seems. That was a year before Clueless. And they thought she was too old. Yeah, I was going to say she seemed. Even though she's the same age as me and Claire Danes. Oh, really? <laughs> but she looks older. And she, she looks. She does seem. She always seemed older. To I don't me. know if it's because of just how she looks in Clueless, but she seems so modern compa- compared to. Claire Danes plain ass look. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Nothing against Claire Danes crimson glow. But I can't imagine Alicia Silverstone no. dying and doing that scene no. with Winona. Because Winona and Claire Danes had such good chemistry as sisters with mm-hmm. each other. Like you real really feel like they love each other a lot. I can't imagine Winona feeling that way about Alicia Silverstone. It is interesting to see Winona with her short hair in American Quilt and Boys. I'm like, oh. That was her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she had that hair before anyone. Well, not before anyone. She pulled. She's one of those few that that's what she's it, known for. It, it's very cute. Because she's so, I don't say manic pixie girl. I hate the manic pixie girl phenomenon, but it fits her so well because she's small and she's short and the hair looks really good on her. Well, it's yeah, it's head shape. Yeah, I would look like a nutcase. Yeah, you're, he's looking at me right now and going, mm. nah, my hair looks awful right now anyway. Um, and then like we said, Winona Ryder, Smith Mathis, Claire Danes all did uh, How to Make an American Quilt the following year. Smith Mathis was in American Psycho with Christian Bale. Does he kill her? You know what she was famous in? What made her famous was uh. Pump Up the Volume. Do you remember oh, that movie? Oh, yeah. Christian Slater. Christian Slater. She was in that. That was, what, 89? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, quick numbers. Budget, $15 million. It's a nice low number mm-hmm. for a, I would say, a, a big name cast. Because really, at that time, 
we know as big names because they all became. I mean, it, was, it was just Susan Sarandon, really, at the time. And Winona Ryder. Yeah. Really. Yeah, everyone else was very unknown still. Even though Gabriel Byrne got second billing. Yeah, good for him. We think. Um, but it made 50, 50.1. So it did well, the holiday season mm-hmm. and into uh, 95. And it got, you said 92%? 92% Rotten Tomatoes. It's well regarded as a... It's, I mean, it's a... It's a very well-crafted movie. Yeah. And it's... Ama- it, the acting's amazing. Performances are great. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. You really, you know, care about these sisters and their relationships. And, um, you know, when Beth dies, it's awful. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a piece of my heart just went bloop, 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 bloop. And never, never returned. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I like it a lot. But I can only watch it like once every few years because it really takes an emotional toll oh, I on can, me. I can see that. Yeah. It's really. Oh. But yeah. A quick Babes in Toyland update. Mm. I did watch. Really quick. I watched the 1986 version on, on Christmas Day. And it. Oh, it's so entertaining. I can't even. I watched a good oh. chunk of it just because I I was I couldn't help. It's, but you can't look, look away. At it. yeah. It's such a train wreck. And like it's, Keanu Reeves pours all of his heart into that. He's acting the shit out. He's of He's acting this the movie. shit out of that. He's the only yeah. one who's really. I mean, Drew Barrymore is fucking slurring her lines when two people love each other. <sighs> and the, there's ADR issues all over the place. There's. I mean, there's scenes where. Um, Drew Barrymore doesn't even have her freaking eyes open. <laughs> and then when Mary walks in and she's talking, but her mouth is not moving. I'm going, what? That's not Drew Barrymore talking. That's supposed to be you. It's, oh my God. If you guys just want to sit for an hour and a half with a drink in your hand and just be amazed at how awful this movie is. I can't even call it a piece of shit because it's not. It's just... I'm so glad I watched it. Was, I'm going to watch it on Christmas Day every year. Was this a TV movie? It was. Remember, oh. NBC. Yeah. But it's on Amazon Prime. So come on, guys. They should do this one on How Did This Get Made? Uh, their next holiday one. God. Yeah. Because that movie was because so goddamn weird. Because you do ask yourself when you're watching it, how? Because there's names in this movie. Eileen that- Brennan, Richard Mulligan. Keanu Reeves wasn't anyone, but... Drew Barrymore Wait, was. This was his first thing? Yeah, I I mean, it was two or, years before Bill and Ted, so. Oh, yeah, well. That's pretty early. That's very early. Anyway, so we are done with uh, holiday month. Done with the uh, themes. Oh, we can go back to our big old list. Um, and that's what? 231. Okay, so let's have Google. Okay. Where is she? I brought the Jujo. Oh, she's over there. Jujo's over here. Okay. Hey, what? Two hundred and thirty-one. Hey, Google, pick a number from one to two hundred and thirty-one. Seventy-three. Oh, I'm so excited! I've done this in so long. Seventy-three. The Godfather, Part Three. <laughs> oh God. 
Have we done any of the Godfather? Yeah, no. we did the first one. Oh, we did? Okay, well then. then. Now we have part three. We're skipping two. Which is a prequel anyway. Sort of. Part three is kind of a shit show, but I'm kind of excited to watch it. Again. I, I don't hate part three. I always tell myself, I think Sofia Coppola got a really bad rap for this. But then I watched it. I'm like, oh, God, she's No, she's awful. not good. No, she's not. And it's funny because Winona Ryder is supposed to have that role. Oh, really? She was supposed to do it. She had Edward Scissorhands instead. Oh, or something. that's probably the But she would have been so much better. Well. Winona Ryder in 1990 doing this? Fuck yeah. Yeah, but she's not a Coppola. No. <laughs> she wouldn't have fit in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Sofia's terrible in this. Andy Garcia isn't. I, he's the only thing I like about. I the don't movie. like the character. No, because they have. He's gross. So little chemistry. Yeah. I I mean. Would he have had better chemistry with Winona? I don't, well, I don't know. know but I I just I don't like Andy Garcia just because of the character he plays, or okay. his. I mean, he does perfectly fine in it. But there's a couple just, good scenes though, like massacre scenes. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Like at the party and at the end. The opera. Yeah. Back in All right. opera again. So Godfather Part 3, we're back in it, guys. I'm sure this movie is really long, but I'm cool with it. Because whenever people talk about Godfather, they don't talk about this one. So we will. We'll talk about it for you guys. Okay. Ugh, I had to yawn. I know. Tired. It's 10 I got to go to work tomorrow. Oh, you are going to work. Yeah. Doing the, the extra double time. I don't know what words I just used. I don't know what words you use. Overtime. Sure. All right. So we will see you next year. Starting the year off right with some GF3. So yeah. Uh, happy New Year. Yeah, That's what this is going to be. Oh, I guess we'll it'll when be does Happy this New drop? Year. When... Does this drop on the 31st though? No, it drops on New Year's Day. That's a Thursday. Hmm? What day was Christmas? Wednesday. You're right. Cool. First of the year, January 1st. Godfather Part 3. Here we go. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing off. Wow. We're really okay. good. Okay, bye. Um.